Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruflo, Friday, August 19th, 2022. And Chris, uh, Gino Smith. <laughs> well, what do we got here? <laughs> it's like, I mean, we get to see all these really bad guys that are in the NFL. I mean, I always say, like, if you can make an NFL roster, you can play or whatever. But I think, like, when you see guys like Chase Daniel, you know, last week, and you see, like, you know, Chase Daniel's like, it's great to have a, a backup QB that has tons of experience and all that stuff, but it's like he doesn't really have game experience. You know, he's kind of got experience on the bench. He might make a good coach someday, but it's like as far as, you know, possibly winning a game, you know, with him as a quarterback, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's like, you know, Geno Smith, yuck. I mean, he's the starter. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, it, it was not 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 the ideal spot for the uh, for the Seahawks last night for sure. And Jacob Eason throwing thirty five passes for sure is not what you want to see even in even in a preseason game. But uh, uh, we'll have to see. Maybe that's the sign that that Drew Locke should probably be the the number one in Seattle. We'll have to see. And I mean, the Chicago Bears didn't do much of anything either. I'm surprised they got to twenty seven points to be honest with you. But well, they didn't have to do much. I mean, this is true. Geno Smith. Yikes. <laughs> oh, man. Not not good. Not a good player. Not a good football player. Yeah. It's the sacks. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> Oof. Anyways. Got a lot of beauties in tonight's games, too. Um, Ian Book will be on the field in Lambeau. He's got a paying gig in the National Football League, which is unbelievable, you know? Um, I don't know. Preseason, it's like these guys are really making a case as to why there shouldn't be a preseason. Um just Your translation device works. Not a, not a lot there. But uh, Major League Baseball, um, some good games yesterday, too. I had the Orioles yesterday as my $15 big play. I came up on the wrong side of it. They, uh, first time I ended my four-game losing streak, two guys caught at the plate. I thought one of them was safe, the first one. I thought he was safe. The last one obviously wasn't. But um, I, thought, I, thought they, I thought he was clearly safe on the other one. I don't know what they watch on these replays. It's like, how could they not see it on the replay? It's like, there's not enough there to overturn the call. What does that mean? You know, that the, that, that the guy, the replay guys got the, got the Cubs? Is that what that means? I mean, I'm not really sure what that means. Potentially you might have a small wager on it. Yeah, and I and I know the pain. I was questioning decision making in that Giants and Diamondbacks game yesterday. I had the Giants and down five nothing. It looks like they might make it. You know, have a chance to make a bit of a rally late. Man on second and third, two out. Brandon Belt up there, and he and he bunts foul on O two and strikes out. And I'm sitting there thinking, what? The gate? What? <laughs> like. Yeah, they had, the, the Orioles had a guy on first with nobody out in the ninth inning down by a run, and um, Rognet Odor pops out on a bunt to the first baseman. I mean, how is that even possible? So you don't even get the bunt on, on the ground? I don't know, man. 
which is weird for me because Belt was swinging away on the first two pitches and then decides to bunt on 0-2, and it didn't make sense to me. To me, it was it didn't make sense that I didn't give out the uh, that I didn't give out the over in the Yankees Blue Jays game instead, or the over in that Astros White Sox game, which I had premium picks on both of those, and um, and neither of them were my fifteen dollar big play, but that's okay. A winning day nonetheless, and uh, we'll take it. But we'll go to the NFL. We got three games tonight, and I don't know, man. None of them will be watchable, I'll tell you that much. I love the NFL. Yeah. Patriots and the Panthers. That five-point spread now on this thing. Patriots favored by five. What did they do? Announce that all the starters are going to play the whole game or something? I honestly have no idea for this line move. I no clue. I haven't seen anything, but uh... Packers Saints. This one Packers favored by three at home, and the Rams plus two and a half against the Texans opened at minus one and a half after last week's win. Any thoughts on any of these gem of games, Chris? These are these these beauties. Preseason uh, sucks, man. It just sucks, no doubt about it. Yeah, but I think there is value to find in spots, but these are probably, you know, hard games to do it with. But I do like the under 40 in that uh, Panthers and Patriots game. I know, you know, Matt Rule has said that, you know, there is going to be a bit, he's at least making it look like there's a bit of a competition, especially a quarterback for uh, for starting spots. But I think this is just going to be a physical game because, you know, there, there was a lot of chippy stuff between the uh, the Patriots and Panthers when they ran a joint a couple joint practices earlier this week. And uh, I think it's just going to be very physical. There's going to be a lot of pushing and shoving. I think this is the first to 21 wins kind of game, something like 21-17 or something like that. So I'll stick with the under 40 in that one. And I don't love it, but I, I'm going to go with the I'd go with the Saints on the money line. Ian Book has not been very good, but I don't want to deal with Jordan Love against the Saints defense. It's still looking pretty good, and. I think that's just where the value is. Matt LaFleur How is there value on Ian Book in Matt, any in any game whatsoever? Like if no, you were had a, if you had a high school game across the street, would there yeah. be value in Ian Book? He sucks. I mean, he Ian Book, sucks. Ian Book does suck. I will, he I will sucks, man. I'm not. I mean, I hate to sugarcoat it for everyone out there. And I'm sure there's Saint fans, <laughs> whatever Notre Dame fans that think differently. But this guy, I mean, he sucks. He sucks, sucks. Let's take a look at that Dolphins-Saints game last year. Let's let's read this box score, okay, from when Ian Book played. I mean, this guy is absolutely God-frickin'-awful. I mean, he is as bad as it gets. He's the worst. He had the worst performance by an NFL quarterback in that game I might have ever seen. It was like Eric Hippo looked like an all-pro next to this guy. He sucks, man. He absolutely sucks. I don't know, Chris. I I, I don't see it. I just don't. I, you know, I I think that the Saints aren't going to give Book enough rope to hang himself with. Oh I yeah, they are. They are going to give him enough rope to hang himself. Twenty to I, three was the final score in that gem. Uh, Ian Book. Let's take a look at his numbers here. Ian Book was. I mean, this was his big game. Oh, Book's playing. Yeah, Book's playing all right. Book. 
book it. Ian Book, 12 of 20, 135 yards and two interceptions. I'm telling you, it wasn't that good. It wasn't even that good. What's the sack number? Oh, eight sacks for 54 yards on top of that for the pepperoni on top of the pizza. 12 of 20 for 135 yards, two interceptions, and eight sacks. You suck. You suck. (laughs) You get sacked eight times in a game. The other team knows you're no threat whatsoever. Basically, we're just going to rush everybody because we know we want you to throw it. We want that ball to leave your hand because basically 10% of the time it's going to be intercepted. And that's exactly what happened in that game. At least 10% of the time it's going to be intercepted. Okay, so maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see it. Someone explain this to me, how Ian just, Book is a viable product, how he is on a varsity roster. I, I don't see it, man. Someone explain this to me. I don't see, I don't see him as a viable option either for for a regular season but I think for preseason if, when you have Jordan Love going against the Saints defense it has been pretty good. I think if you leave Jameis Winston even um Andy Dalton in for the first half and they can at least put up enough points that maybe the defense can hold. You know, I think the Saints have a shot maybe winning an ugly game like a 13 to 10 kind of game. It doesn't have to be pretty it's preseason but I don't know. That's where I thought maybe some value. Is Ian Book going to be on the field for the for the Saints in this one? Maybe for the, they have for zero the, chance if he's if he's yeah. on the field. They have zero chance of winning. Yeah. The game. Zero. Zero chance. Zip. His very first pass. Nick Needham, twenty eight yards for a touchdown. Fortunately, he was on the other team. Of course, we had the other team in that one. That was one of my favorite halftime shows of last season. We, we we did the full Monty, the catalog on Dolphin second half picks in that one. It was like the full thing. Saints under. <laughs> I was like, Dolphins over. Saints under. Dolphins minus the points. Dolphins money line. Dolphins. It was like, right? It was like, what else can we do? <laughs> yeah, what else can we possibly do? Yeah. Ian Book. No chance. <laughs> Sucks. I mean, he sucks. What did he do last week? I know he played last week, and he he actually played, but he played against the third unit. Yeah, I know the uh, Saints didn't have a ton of success. I think he took over in the second half. He only scored six points. Oh, God, is he bad. So bad. So Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, um, you know, is, is, is there for the Saints. And, you know, he's, the game has passed him by. And then you have Ian Book and then K.J. Costello of Stanford fame. Wasn't he on Stanford and then he was on Ole Miss or something? Or Mississippi State? KJ? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was one of those two. It was either Ole Miss or Mississippi State. I think it was Mississippi State. I don't know, man. Book makes me sick. <laughs> you make me sick, Ian Book. <laughs> you bloated bleep stick. <laughs> Anyways, what about the other games? <laughs> Freaking uh, buck. Freaking buck. <laughs> Houston and the Rams. I'll probably go with the under in that one as well. I know we saw a historic number of overs last week for, for a preseason, especially week one, but. Um, I just think that, you know, the offenses are going to come to play, especially for Houston. they got to use this time to sort of gel together. I think we're going to see more of Davis Mills in this one. I think the Rams, 
you know, want to uh, protect their top guys at all costs. There's not as many position battles for Los Angeles Rams. So I think uh, it's just one of those games where it's, you know, the Texans sort of eke out a low score and win. So give me the, uh, the, uh, the under in that one. Who would you rather have dress Jeff Driscoll or Ian book? Oh God. I'd take Driscoll. Any Jeff, day Jeff of, Driscoll. Any day of the week. How about John Wolford, the Rams second stringer? I like, I think Jerry Jones has it down, you know, when it comes to backup QBs, you know, he's just like, we're not going to win anyway. I'm not going to get anyone I have to pay. (laughs) It's like, that's, that's, that's basically what he does. You know, it's like, I'm not going to, we're not going to win. It's like, if Dak goes down, we got no, we got nothing. We know that. Let's get this Ben DiNucci guy. <laughs> we'll just put DiNucci in. We're not going to win anyway. <laughs> hey, you're that waiter from that Italian restaurant I was at last week. What's your name again? DiNucci? Okay, come on. Yeah. You threw a meatball pretty well. Yeah, but DiNucci is like, um, I mean, he's another guy. I mean, this guy's just straight ass, you know? He's straight ass. He is terrible. Terrible. It's so bad. I remember when Dak Prescott got injured and Andy Dalton was hurt and I was at a bar watching a Cowboys game and all the Cowboys fans were probably 10 or 15 of them and they see Danucci coming in and paid their bill and left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cooper Rush and Will Greer are on that roster too. I mean, it's the land of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, Texans, Rams... I, I, I'm going to do a hard pass on that game. It's like, if they're not, if you're not going to feel the team, then it's going to be tough for me to bet on you. You know, and, and that's, that's what the Texans have done. I mean, when Philip Dorsett's on your roster, you've pretty much cashed it. You know? I mean, he's a hurricane. and Great guy, can't catch. It's like, this is like the land of the lost Patriots, the Texans. Rex Burkhead. Philip Dorsett. Yeah, <laughs> misfit toys. Seriously, man. Let's trade away 30 draft choices for Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> I just do not understand this. It's like, I mean, who would you rather have, Andrew Kashner or Ian Book? It's like, they're about the same. It's like, I think <laughs> Kashner is actually more viable product in his sport than and book is in for the Saints. Book's terrible. He's so bad. He might be the worst quarterback. I mean, eight sacks. You know what you call that? Just an absolute lack of lack of effort, lack of respect by the by the defense. You get sacked eight times. That means they put everybody in the box. Yeah, it's like. It's like, where's, you know, I thought, <laughs> I thought he was a corner. I thought Janoris Jenkins was a corner. He's in the box. Everybody's in the box. You know what I'll equate that to? It's like when you, if, I, don't know, when was, I don't know when the last time was you played Madden, but it's like when somebody puts the field goal block mm-hmm. on just like a, just like a, like a, a first and 10 on when they're trying to run a draw and they just throw everybody at the line. Yeah. Just throw everybody in the box. Anyways, I'm gonna skip that one, but I like the other two. I think you, I think you gotta fade Ian Book. You gotta. So it's like if he's only coming in the second half, then we'll take the Packers second half. You know, we'll load up on them in the second half. 
Like unload. Who's the Packers third string behind uh, Love? I'm sure it's someone hideous. No, I'm sure it's someone we never heard of. Let's see. Green Bay Packers. Third uh, Danny Etling. Nice. For, for, former Patriot. Yep. <laughs> is, he Bo- is he Boston College? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. LSU. All right. Remember it during the bad LSU years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's LSU for the bad teams. It's like, it's like, but they had Jarvis Landry and uh, Jefferson. <laughs> and, or they had Jefferson and uh, Chase and all these. Uh, yeah, but... Danny Etling was the quarterback too. Just didn't develop for him. Joe Burrow transferred from Ohio State and took the job. Uh, he sucks too. Aaron Jones. I do believe though that those Packers receivers just took such a beating from Aaron Rodgers that they're gonna actually show up <laughs> for this one. It's like no not I like that he doesn't build up their confidence, you know? It's like these guys are terrible. <laughs> It's like, this is what you give me to work with. Like, nobody can catch a football. It's like, like, how are your receivers working out this year, Aaron? They're terrible. God awful. Love preseason. Love preseason. It's like, oh, man. We got one more week of it after this. No, this next week is the worst of the preseason. It's the last preseason game. So, like, nobody that will even dress for the varsity games even will be dressed for that game. It's like, oh, my God. All right, so what do we got? We got Major League Baseball. Oh, yikes. So the Chicago Cubs coming off the big win in Baltimore. Keegan Thompson up against Aaron Ashby for the Brewers. Then you got Cutter Crawford and the Red Sox up against Jordan Lyles. Orioles have now lost two in a row. And then the Pirates coming off their big win. The losing streak is over. Taking on Graham Kiss My Ashcraft and the Cincinnati Reds. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm going to avoid that Brewers and Cubs game because the Brewers need that win, but Keegan Thompson's been the best of the bunch for the, uh, for the Cubs, who have actually been playing decent baseball over the last couple of weeks, so... Probably pass on the afternoon action, but I will go with the Baltimore Orioles here. I think we're just continuing to get some decent prices with the Orioles. And I, I mean, the, the Boston Red Sox watched a couple of their games earlier this week, and they just don't look motivated. They just look like they've sort of checked out. And the Baltimore Orioles, you know, I think they there has to be a sense of urgency within, within this team that, you know, they, uh, they, they got to make sure they try to keep in the wild card race. And Jordan Lyles, you know. He said, I think, back at the All-Star break, this team is one you got to watch out for, and he's proven them to be right. I think uh, the Orioles come out and get a strong performance from Lyles at home and uh, take down the Red Sox at that coin flip price. And I'm also going to go with the Cincinnati Reds. I, I just I like Graham Ashcraft. I just think this, this Pittsburgh Pirates team is going to have a hard time hitting, you know, 100 that Ashcraft can throw with regularity. And uh, I expect the Pirates to be able to, to get a couple off of Bryce Wilson here, who has pitched better, but... I don't think it's going to be enough here. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds. I think that, um, yeah, it's like every time you say checked out of that relationship, it's like my relationship with Ian Book. Checked out. <laughs> you were never in the relationship in the first place. My favorite Ian Book memory is that Miami-Notre Dame game. It was like, 
I don't know what happened. I just, <laughs> like, yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> it's called prison rape. It's ugly, man. Oh, God. That was ugly. Yeah. In book sucks. Anyways, I like the Reds. I've got to fade the Cubs. It's just in my blood. What's the other game? Jordan Lyles having a nice year. I think Jordan Lyles, last time we saw him, um, he lost, I believe. But what happened in that game, I think he shook off a pitch. Was it him or was it Martin Perez? One of those two guys. They shook off the pitch, you know, the, the call from the catcher, and the next pitch was a three-run home run. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan Lyles. Yeah. And that's what, that's what he does. Now you've got the uh, Phillies taking on the Metropolitans, the Yankees and the Blue Jays, and the Rays and the Royals. What do you think of these? It's like they're begging you to take the Mets, the book. That's what Brian would say if he was still with us. I'll, I'll do my Brian. They're begging you to take. All the squares are all over the Mets. It's like the Phillies scored one run against them last weekend, Brian. It's like, they got shut out by the Reds last time we saw them. I mean, yeah, they're, just, they're on fire here. The Chris Bassett matchup. Well, I think I, one thing I will go with here is I'll go with that over eight in the Blue Jays and the Yankees. I think you know, the runs are going to come in bunches again today. Kevin Gossman, not the pitcher he was to start the year. Team's trying to figure out his splitter, which is his dominant pitch. And I think uh, I think the Yankees can get to Gossman, shake off the, the rust that we saw from their offense yesterday. But I also expect uh, the Jays to get some off of Jamison Tyone here. I think... Uh, you know, Tyone starting to regress a little bit after a hot first half of the season, kind of like the Yankees as a whole. So give me the over eight in that one. I'm also going to lean towards the Royals plus one and a half in this one. Shane McClanahan, you know, still obviously the best pitcher in Tampa Bay's rotation. And he, he kind of had a, a nice bounce back start last time out. But Brady Singer, a sub two ERA in his last seven starts. You can keep the Royals in this game. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. You can see it. The books aren't expecting runs with the total at six and a half. I think this is a, a two to one, three to two kind of game. So give me the Royals plus one and a half. I'm gonna take the uh I'm taking the Yankees here against the Blue Jays. Uh Gosman, as they say, the technical term for what Chris was trying to describe was his splitter is in the shitter. It is uh just not <laughs> happening for him. And the Blue Jays, you know, put up a ton of runs, but they just they never really felt like they had put the Yankees away yesterday. You know, I was like, the Yankees kept having chances, and the Blue Jays would get them, you know, with runners on first and second. And, you know, they got them a couple times where the Yankees had a chance to really close it down there. But, um, yeah, I don't, I like the Yankees a lot in that one against the Blue Jays. I like them a lot. Like, here's like some, a little bunch. I like them about here. I also kind of like the Rays. But uh, I also like the Royals, so I'm going to stay away from that one. Phillies and Mets, you guys know where I stand on the Phillies. Anyways, what are you selling today, Chris? Well, for me today, I got my uh, my $15 pickoff play. What is it? Fell sh- <laughs> you find you gotta you gotta hop on to find out but i almost i almost bit on that <laughs> but uh now i got that 15 dollar pickoff play 
yeah, like I said, we we fell short with the uh, with the Giants yesterday, but uh, and hope to bounce back today. I really like today's play, and uh, also got uh, a Fastball Friday MLB three pack. The fifteen dollar play not included in that three pack, so definitely hop on board, especially hop on something long term because I have a couple NFL preseason uh, premiums in there as well as uh, another MLB pick for long term subscribers. I love today's card and use that promo code OG15 15 percent off. Yep, a lot of people taking advantage of my uh, buy any cappers month get. My month for free. Thankfully, yesterday is over. Um, that was really not one of my better ideas I've ever had. I probably lost about five grand on that. So, thanks everyone that participated. <laughs> I'll be eating ramen noodles um, next month. Um, but anyways, it's okay. Um, I, I'm glad that a lot of people took advantage of it. Um, Kind of glad. Hopefully, like we can put them on a lot of winners. It's, um, it was one day only. But you could always do the two-for-one capper deals. I gave, I even gave it if you got the two-for-one capper deal. You got three-for-one. So we, there was a lot of people that took advantage of it. Saw a lot of Ruffalo's in there. <laughs> Big Al and Ruffalo. Big Al and Romanelli. Brian, Jovan, a ton of you monthlies going through. Yep. No one was buying my monthly. They were getting it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good for business. Oh, man. But I got my $15 big play. I have a ton of other plays today, so I'm going to probably put together um, a package. I've got NFL preseason, my first premium picks. I'm not going to sell them. I'm just going to have them for the packages. And then I have one of them's the one of them's the Packers against the Saints. And the other one, and um, then I have, um, I have uh, a bunch of baseball that I really like. I like today's baseball a lot, but Friday, I've liked Fridays a lot and hammered on them in the past. So that's why I'm kind of tepid on that. But I, I do like it. I do like today's card. So I'll be putting out a package. It's probably a three-pack um, in addition, but I have even more than three additional picks. I got a ton of picks today. I really like it. I really like it. I really like it. All right. Let's see what else we got. Got, um, hmm. We've got, where the hell am I? We've got the Guardians and the White Sox, the Tigers and the Angels, and the Braves and the Astros, possible World Series preview. I wouldn't be sad about that, but uh, I'm going to lean towards the Astros. I think there is some value there, but maybe i also go with the under eight and a half. And Lance McCullers Jr. <clears throat> looked really good in his debut, and Kyle Wright has been one of the unsung, unsung heroes of the uh, the Braves rotation this season. The pitcher we don't talk all that much about. But, uh, yeah, I think this could be a low-scoring game. I think it's one that maybe the Astros could edge out as well. So give me the, uh, the Houston Astros, but give me the under is the stronger play in that one. I'm also going to lean towards the Tigers in this one. I just want no part of the Angels. Patrick Sandoval right now can't buy a win, and Matt Manning, I think he, he's going to start to come on strong over the course of the second half. Looked really good in his first couple of starts, and I think uh, I think the Tigers squeeze out a win over the Angels in this one. 
I love the Guardians here against the White Sox. 11 in a row against the White Sox as favorites. They just absolutely own them. Lance Lynn has been terrible this season. I'm a White Sox fan. I can't. I'm so happy they're going to be done. Just stop tantalizing me, acting like you're going to be relevant because you're not. You're going to get smoked. Take the run line with the uh, Guardians in this one. They're going to just clobber them. It's going to, still going to sweep the series is what's going to happen. Just bet on the sweep or do like a – just take whatever we bet on the Guardians tonight. Bet the same thing on it tomorrow and Sunday. And um, you'll have a nice little weekend for yourself. Just like th- three-game parlay, Guardians, Guardians, and Guardians. Outside of that, I think the White Sox have a real chance. Um, I like the Tigers against the Angels. I just like betting against the Angels, personally. I have fun with it. And then... Um, Braves, Astros, uh, I don't know. The Astros have now been on the road for a little while. The Braves are kind of feeling it. They just, you know, they just took down the Mets pretty good. They beat DeGrom last night. Um, I don't think McCullough Jr. is going to offer them anything that DeGrom can't. So, I don't know. Should be a good series. Good games. But I think if the series was in Houston, I would like the Astros. In Atlanta, I like the Braves. One of those. We go to our next set of games. Dylan Bundy and Martin Perez in Minnesota. You'd, I would love the Twins there if it wasn't Bundy, right? Then you got the Rockies against the Giants. Jose Urena up against Alex Wood. And then the Diamondbacks and the Cardinals. The most interesting game on the board, I believe, is that one. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I, I do like the Texas Rangers here mainly because I know the Minnesota Twins could, you know, see that uh, Guardians and White Sox matchup and potentially see some uh, chance to make up some ground if, you know, maybe the, the, the Guardians were to stumble or, or to at least for the Twins to at least keep pace. But Martin Perez, you know, has been the, the Rangers ace this season. They're 10-1 and one in his 11 road starts as a team. And even the time that he faced these uh, Minnesota Twins and gave up six runs, the Rangers still found a way to come back in that game, bounce back off of the uh, the Twins' bullpen and really sort of get the job done there. So I'll take the Texas Rangers at plus money. And uh, I'm also going to lean towards the Giants. A, I don't love this price, and I kind of was burned with the Giants yesterday. But Jose Urania, looking like the pitcher that we saw struggled in his time in Miami and not the pitcher that we saw hold the Dodgers in check earlier this season. Especially at Coors Field, I expect uh, I expect the Giants to maybe wake up here. Not a play I love, but I will lean towards the Giants in that one. Ian Book or Jose Urania? Jose Urania. Anyways, I got a premium pick on the Packers. Anyways, um, let's see what else we got. I, you know, here's the thing, and I'm going to say it uh, probably. Speed it into the ground. But um, I was going to say, I'm going to say it once. Everyone knows that's not going to happen. But so I listen to these guys when they talk on TV. I watch all the games. And whenever they, I have them all on at the same time, but I don't have the sound on at all. But I can switch the sound around. I got a sound system, Denon, Denon it's called or something. It's an amplifier. You You can basically flip the sound around. It's a different game. It's pretty cool. And um, if you want to. You know, and uh, I rarely do it, but I saw Madison Bumgarner. They're doing an interview with him the other day on there, right? So I turn it on, and he says the first words out of his mouth: 
I really like the youngsters we're bringing up in this pitching staff. I like the way our pitching staff is actually rounding out. He goes, and this Tommy Henry is going to be a star. I don't know. Kind of, I kind of, I kind of believed him when he said it. I mean, he didn't like he wasn't blowing smoke up my ass. He was just, you know, he was just saying it. Miles Mikolos, we saw the last time he went out west. Oof. Wasn't pretty. Would he give up 37 runs in Colorado in the first <laughs> inning? I think the Rockies would still be up if they left him in. I don't know, man. I got a, I got a, I got a hunch on Tommy Henry and the D-backs here in this one. I love the Cardinals. You know, I've been on them, you know, forever. But I'm going to have to roll with Tommy Henry and the D-backs here because Madison Bumgarner said, said so. <laughs> I think if you look at the Twins Rangers and it's like you keep looking at the game, it's like you want to take the Twins, right? But it's like keep seeing Bundy there. It's like, ugh. So I'm just going to have to go with the Yerfy. And then Rockies, Giants. Um, I mean, the Giants have, they, they can't afford to lose another game really at this point. I just can't believe Ian Books is under varsity. Do you think he'll get, you think he, I bet he gets cut this year. There be someone that picks him up that could use no him. No way. Head. Who would pick? I, I, he'll be like, go, maybe he'll play in the taxi squad or something. And I'm saying someone will get desperate. There'll be a bad injury, and they'll they'll pick him up or something. I I don't, I didn't say he'd be good. I just said that he'll probably get picked up. Someone will someone will be desperate enough to grab him. Alex Wood's been good. Pure fate of Alex Wood. Wood's been good, man. Wood's been really good. Said one bad outing really in his last ten. And that was against the Dodgers. Outside of that, he's been awesome. Anyways, love the Diamondbacks. Padres Nationals gave out nationals on the show yesterday. Took a lot of shit for it. <laughs> Who's laughing now? I bet that thing. I got plus 345 on them. Anyways, Padres, Nationals, A's, Mariners, Dodgers, Marlins. Yeah, I, didn't bet, I, I didn't bet on that thing, that's for sure. But uh, the only one I like out of these three is I, I, I like the Seattle Mariners here. I just Cole Irvin. Starting to really stumble in his last few starts, and we all know the Oakland A's and how much they love playing in Oakland. And the Seattle Mariners just, you know, keep rolling along. And I think the Seattle Mariners are really pushing and, and and want to lock up one of those wild card spots as soon as possible. And they got to take advantage of winnable spots like this to do so. So I'm gonna go with the Seattle Mariners in this one. I think they just tee off on Cole Irvin, and we're getting a decent price for them as well, even on the road. So give me the Mariners in this one. I like the I like the Mariners, but I like the Marlins on the run line here, plus the one and a half. Eleven and zero on the run line, last eleven for Marlins, playing in a lot of close games, and uh, yeah, that's about it for those. I don't want to talk about Cole Irvin; I'm just not in the mood for it right now. It's <laughs> not in the mood to discuss Cole Irvin at this time. 
All right. Parlay time. We made it. <laughs> we survived. I'm going to go with the uh, the Seattle Mariners on the money line. I'll go with the Detroit Tigers on the money line and the Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to go with the Yankees, the Yankees, the Diamondbacks, and the Marlins on the run line. And, yep, if you look at the streaks, the Marlins are 10-0, and 0, covering the run line as road dogs against the NL West. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. <laughs>